0: Welcome to the Doctor Living Good podcast, which exists to equip you with real health solutions to make health simple. Gonna share with you the shocking dangers of dental work, including why this tooth right here is smoking. Welcome in everybody. It is Dr. Living Good in the doctor's office, and several years ago, when this all began, uh, 12, 13, 14 years ago. My dad, when he lost his health, suddenly, just normal healthy dad, boom, overnight, loses everything, heart shuts down, electrical heart issues, that's gonna be crucial, that's gonna come up in a moment, especially if you have a root canal, pay attention to this, and we couldn't figure out why it's happening. We sent him to Mayo Clinic, he gets put on all the drugs, you've probably seen the story before, if you haven't, you get the skinny version. That's what led me down this road as a doctor. Now, I'm gonna reveal you, to you today one unseen, unheard of revelation that we found that was in my dad's mouth. You see, after starting to go through these layers, we're peeling back all the layers of what makes him unhealthy. I think nutrition is huge. I think movement is huge. I think distress is huge. We had to address those things and it saved his life. But after we got about three years in, we started to look what else could be the problem here. And this is actually the fifth foundation of my five foundations that I focus on, fix your filters. Well, your filters are your liver and your kidneys. And I'm gonna show you how these things are filling up with potential toxic metals. And this is exactly what was happening to my dad. These filters are getting bogged down and they can't produce and detox the way they're supposed to because of heavy metals in the body and the main culprit was coming from my dad's mouth so i took him into a holistic dentist and i would only go to a holistic dentist you'd want to look up one of these in your areas if you want help with this area i'm not a dentist but i did understand from a health perspective what this was doing they got my dad into the dental office and the first time i've ever seen a doctor do this a dentist do this he took this electrical wire See, so you see back before x-ray was developed 1895 in fact dentists use little nodes to test for uh they would pass electricity through the tooth and a tooth is an insulator it prevents electrical currents from going through because there's an enamel there so your, your tooth should not have any electrical charge it shouldn't allow electricity to pass through so they would test it and if the if the electricity was pulled one way or the other through the two nodes, then they could actually see this galvanizer that there was a cavity in the tooth. Now we eventually got uh, x-rays and we were able to see these a lot easier. However, this was the first time I seen a dentist bring in a mechanism sort of like that back out to test the electrical charge inside of teeth, specifically ones that have had dental work. So if you're one of dental work, you're gonna to wanna to pay attention to these main areas that could be really dangerous when it comes to your overall health, let alone in your mouth. So they measured the electrical charge in my dad's mouth and my dad was full of metal. He had 10, count them, 10, amalgam fillings and one silver tooth. I'm gonna talk to you why that's a major problem. Any kind of metal in your mouth right now, you're gonna wanna share this to a family member or friend so they can get exposed to this. I'm not saying just rip it out. I'm not saying that you're you're gonna keel over today. I'm saying this built up over time and I'm gonna show you the video proof of how this is going down and why this is happening. So what happened is they measure it, they realize there's a large electrical current in there, sometimes as high as a half a volt in the system, in the mouth when you properly measure this and some dentists do it. So if there's a half a volt in there, imagine what that's doing to the electricity of the body. You know, the nervous system, you know, the thing that was running my dad's heart, you know, the reason that he keeled over in the first place was an electrical heart issue. Could this be part of the major problem of why there was an electrical issue inside my dad's body? We had to explore it we had to go further. So number one rule was we got to get rid of the metal and I now know metal inside of a mouth has direct correlation with epilepsy. In fact, I'm published in epilepsy so know a thing or two about it. Seizures and uh, things that create those. Hearing loss, my dad completely lost his hearing. Went completely deaf. Had cochlear implants. See why I caught on to these things. Eye problems, he was having injections, prednisone injections into his eye. Insomnia, not sleeping well, psychological disturbances and mental health problems, especially in the brainstem area, Uh, tinnitus, my dad obviously had ringing in his ears and then lost the hearing, lack of concentration, lack of memory, vertigo, dad had terrible vertigo problems, and overall mouth pain, let alone heart-related problems. So if you can relate with any of those conditions or you're scared of them like I am, we wanna pay attention to why metal in the mouth is a bad idea. So the first thing we looked at were any kind of fillings. And years ago, it was okay to put the second most toxic, and it still is today in a lot of, you know, dentist's office, the second most toxic element known to man in your mouth. You have to have gloves, double gloves. You have to, have, you know, throw it away in a contained container and properly dispose of it. You have to shift properly. There's toxic warning signs and bone skulls all over it. Yet when you put it in your mouth, it's supposedly okay. That's the rhetoric that's been going on for a long time. Is that actually true? Irrefutable proof that it is not. Are you ready for this? Let's go back to that smoking tooth, the smoking tooth again. All right, let's go back to this video. So what you're watching here is a dentist that actually took a, um, fluorescent screen. All right. And shut the lights off. Fluorescent light bulb. The screen is right there. And this is a tooth of about a 25 to 30 year old filling. Just it's been sitting in the mouth, just like my dad's for 25, 30 years. And you can see there is a little film, a, a smoke coming off of the tooth just in general these are vapors of the mercury. And when you simulate chewing with a pencil eraser, you know, it'd be one tooth rubbing against it. Look at how the smoke increases to the screen. So when you irritate it a little bit, it gives these vapors off. This is soaking right into your brain. This is soaking right in your blood. This is soaking right into your nervous system. Let alone if you get a cleaning or you're picking at your teeth, here's a pocket knife rubbing against the mercury filling. Now here's coffee heating up the mercury, 110 degrees. Heat it up a little bit, you scratch it a little bit, this creates a problem. This is a lot of vapors, this is a lot of mercury going into the system. So we had my dad's blood levels tested of this mercury to find out, hey, how much of this is actually getting into his body? And that's when I really started discovering it. So you have to properly get that testing done and you have to use a chelator to pull it out, but he was high in lead, we used to have lead pipes. He was very high in mercury. So now we knew this is in my dad's tissues. So I leaned into it and the study started to confirm it. They've actually done the research on this, check this out. They did the study in sheep and they put in mercury amalgam fillings in sheep who are chewing grass all day long. And in the sheep, they found that the mercury was not only concentrated in the jaw, in the teeth, but it had a high affinity for the kidneys and especially the stomach and the liver. So when you're having a lot of this mercury in your mouth, these heavy metals start piling up in the stomach and in the liver. Now this all just started to bring a lot together for me because my dad has electrical problems in his mouth, the voltage being created in there with 10 different metals, his heart is electrically shutting down, his liver is having problems backing fluid up into his legs and neurologically, his sensory system's going crazy. His eyesight's going and he's already lost his hearing. So I'm like, I think we need to address this metal. So we get my dad fully analyzed. Not only did he have 10 amalgams in his mouth, but they had literally his front tooth had had a problem. They had pulled the front tooth out. And this is like, you're gonna cringe at this one. They had buried a chunk of amalgam. It would have been equivalent in the x-ray right underneath his nose. They put it at the bottom of the canal and put a fake tooth back in. To get that chunk of amalgam out, they had to slice his lip open, go through his gums and remove the amalgam chunk. A piece of mercury lodged deep into your body, especially right below your brain. Yeah, we had some health problems. Took us several months to get this out. Please don't just go pulling all of yours out. The main thing I want you to do today is start choosing no metal inside of your mouth. It is very, very important. It creates a lot of problems with the electricity and you're asking for health issues, let alone just pain. But we found out with my dad, 10 of those took several months to get completely out of there, remove the mercury, had to use dams, had to use detox mechanisms, because that was going to have an affinity and put more of it into his liver and into his tissues. We needed to get it out of them. So that's exactly what we did and took that mechanism. Now, what we also started to discover is even crowns have the same thing because a lot of times those have metal underneath them. And so you put these caps and you put these crowns on the tooth, but they use the metal to solder it to the tooth, so you gotta be very careful of it hiding underneath those crowns as well. Now, what this creates with the fillings and the crowns is a phenomenon called cracked tooth syndrome. And you may very well be suffering with this because every time you chew, every time you eat something hot, every time you eat something cold, there's an expansion, there's a movement inside of that tooth. Now the porcelain or ceramic can absorb, there needs to be a little bit of movement in there to allow for the expanding to contracting, for a lot of chewing and force coming against the tooth. But the amalgam, the metal is so rock solid, there's no give, the only give is to crack. So it cracks the teeth and you get these micro fractures going on in there. And if those go deep enough, it's gonna lead right to a root canal. If you've had a root canal, there is a lot of health related conditions that deal with this. First, there's still infection after the root canal. After the canal procedure, the infection can progress. There's no way with all the miniature little tubules which supply all the blood supply, which supply all the nutrients to your teeth and to the roots of your teeth, there's no way you can clean all of those out of all the bacteria. So then what you do is you kind of just wall off the cave and that bacteria is allowed to just sit there and eat away at the tissue, the location where the root canal was performed and it festers more bacteria. This is why a lot of people after they get dental work One of the main reasons, especially with root canal, they have to take an antibiotic which destroys the gut the more and more that you do that whole separate video. I'll put a uh, video on here for you what to do after antibiotics to help you recover. However, that bacteria can get in and go straight to the heart. So this is a major concern for my dad, right? Number two, root canals accumulate a lot of unwanted materials. Cholesterol crystals accumulate and can irritate the tissues where the root canal was done. And it can cause scar tissue, which could just bring pain, but also cystic lesions because this bacteria, this film, these cysts start forming in this area can create a lot of mouth problems. Number three, after a root canal, there's an immune response. The procedure can actually cause an overreactive immune response in the body causing negative health impacts. My dad's immune system was going crazy. So if you have an autoimmune disorder, one thing you might want to consider is I need to take care of my mouth. I'm going to show you how to do that in a few minutes. And then number four, the problem with root canal, they're oftentimes using the other things we've already talked about, toxic materials, to fill it back in. So many dentists use materials such as amalgam to fill the tooth after the root canal has been performed, which can be detrimental to your health due to the mercury and the other toxins that are leaching into the body like we just showed. So another dentist got a mercury vapor analyzer. This is one that like the the government, FDA, uh, environmental protection agencies use to measure is there mercury vapors, is there mercury in the air? It'd be something we maybe wanna know uh, in certain areas to make sure you're not getting exposed because it's incredibly toxic. So he actually got one of these and then took latex glove on his assistant and then they just held a little piece of an amalgam filling, right? So here's the air intake and then there's a the little piece of amalgam filling and they actually tested what does this do when you when you brush on it, when you hold it, when you rub it, when you just in general and they started measuring safe levels versus unsafe levels. And just dangerous levels of it, according to environmental protection agencies, is 0.1, our dangerous level. So according to EPA and DHA regulations, it's dangerous over a 0.1 level. And when they measured these, they found, you can see, just the amalgam filling right there, 0.3. 0.3, it's already off. And that's just, from a piece of amalgam that's hot or heated just a little bit, just a little bit of friction in the hand, it's already three times the amount of mercury exposure that should be going in, that's happening in someone's mouth. That's why this metal, especially this amalgam, creates a big, big problem. Now it was also discovered and they kept studying this as science, it starts to impair kidney function because it has a high affinity for those filter organs. And we can see after days of having this in, it was measured in these sheep, that their kidney function was going down and down. So this brings up another conversation. If you do have amalgam fillings, if you do have a root canal and you have kidney issues, you have heart issues, you have toxicity issues or liver problems, we may need to start looking at your mouth. Now, the other major culprit that my dad ran into were implants, and these are these metal posts that we put into the body to try to put a fake tooth in. And so how I understand cosmetically why we need to do some of these things, but are there better options? Again, anytime we can avoid metal, the better, because you saw the electrical charges that when you put that electrical charge on the tooth, any form of metal in the body is gonna create extra voltage, which is going to mess with your own electrical system. So your solutions here, instead of doing an implant with a metal post that can increase risk of rejection by your body, any implant can, and lead to biofilms which collects amounts of bacteria inside of there, which can affect the heart. Go with either a zirconium or a non-metal option. Now the non-metal options for all of these, when we look at them, what do we exactly do? If there is a cavity that has to be done porcelain or something non-metal, that's key. Okay. Then if we are going to use a cap or a crown, no metal involved with those, keep those porcelain. If it does get to a point where you have to have an option of an implant go to zirconium or consider using a bridge make sure the bridge is a non-metal option they usually cement a fake tooth in place to the two teeth around it okay or if the tooth is bad enough it's rotting bad enough instead of putting metal in there have them extract the tooth and go with something like a bridge these are all simple ways that you can avoid metal being in your body now to prevent ever getting to that point, okay? If you do have amalgam in there, you need to talk to your doctor, specifically or dentist. I talk to a holistic dentist that knows what the heck they're doing and trying to get that out of there. That would be addressing. Now, what can we do to get proactive if there is metal in our mouth or we're just worried about the toxicity of it? So I actually created a detox for this. It's a two-step. It's one in the morning, one at night. And in the morning, it starts to gently use glutathione and glutathione building blocks inside your body, which is the street sweeper, to start pulling some of these metals and other toxins out of the tissue. Because remember, just like with the sheep, it's built up in the liver, it's built up in the kidneys, it's built up in different tissues to start pulling it out. Glutathione's your primary one that does that. And then once you get it into the tissues, if you don't properly get it out of you, if you just try to detox this out and you don't get it out of the blood and out of the digestive system, it's going to just reabsorb and plant down in some other tissue. So step two of it was using things like activated charcoal to suck this out of the body and get it out of you so anytime i have dental work i'm absolutely using one of those anytime we uh have you know metal or concern about detoxification it's always two steps i put together a training of what to do after antibiotics what to do after medical tests i put that video in here for you so you really know what to do so that's in the description now when it comes to taking care of your teeth um you can still do your normal brushing and your normal you know mouth care even with amalgam fillings. You can even do oil pulling, which is really good at controlling this bacteria. So if you do have metal, I suggest doing that. I also suggest using hydrogen peroxide. I made a whole oral care video. There are five key steps to improve your oral care, even if you've had a lot of dental work, to prevent future damage and prevent the toxicity. I put that as the next video right here. Share this one. Anyone with uh, dental issues needs to know about dental dangers And properly how to take care of their teeth and then deal with processes like antibiotics after dental work so check out the resources i'll keep bringing it for you remember to subscribe to the page check out this video here hey it's dr living here thank you so much for listening today if you found this episode helpful it would mean the world to me to please leave a positive rating and a review that way we can continue to get this message out to help people all over the world experience real health see you next time